Welcome to Empower to Grow, the podcast. I am your host, Hanan Al-Basha, the business doctor. Following our conversations with empowered women who woke up one day and consciously claimed, I am more than enough. I am worthy. I am empowered to grow. And along their empowering journey towards realizing their own potential and their quest for growth, they became a beacon of hope and guidance for others. May you also find your inner power to grow. Hello again, everyone. This is your host, Hanan Al-Basha, and this is a very special episode of Empower to Grow podcast. I have the youngest soul I have had on the show. I have the honor of interviewing Eileen Green today. Hi, Eileen. Hi, and how are you today? I'm fine. Thank you. I'm doing great, actually. I'm very excited about this talk. Where's the accent from? British Education, American University, and I'm Egyptian, so it's a combination of everything. (laughs) You got the market cornered. (laughs) So Eileen is an active life coach at 93 years young, and definitely very inspirational when I just literally just read her resume, and I can't wait to delve deep into this. But Eileen, I like to start somewhere, and the question is, empowered to grow. What does this phrase mean to you and how did it resonate with you when you heard the name of the podcast? It's me. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. Except that I have reached a point in my life where I'm eagerly giving back Mm -hmm. because I don't know how much I would be able to retain as I make my extreme efforts to live longer. Mm -hmm. Well, we are, you're doing an amazing job so far. So that's amazing. And you are, of course, the embodiment of being empowered to grow. So from that perspective, your story is a very intriguing one. You're not only at this point in time empowered to grow yourself, but you're also empowering others. Can you tell us a bit about the history of how you got to this point of being an active life coach at the age of 93? Well, um, I have forever been a student mm-hmm. and um, but I never dreamt that I would get my master's at 75 mm-hmm. <laughs> and my eldest son was responsible for insisting that I give it a try wow and he said he would do it if I would do it and I said but I'm going to be 75 when I graduate. And he uh-huh. said, of course, you're going to be 75 anyway. <laughs> it's true. So I use that with many of my people mm-hmm. when I, my TED talk says it's never too late until it is. That's true. That's it's true. been my, uh, how can I put it in words? But I sort of feel it's the reason I'm still here is because I am so eager to give back. Yes. To move people forward. True. I love that. And I, I so resonate with that. I mean, I'm not at 93 yet. I can't wait to be 93 like you. But I believe that this is my drive, my purpose, and my why is realizing that abundance of knowledge and experience and obviously education, as my wall says, And I love giving back. I love sharing it. It's a wonderful feeling, isn't it? That's that's true. People will come to you and say, 
you changed my life mm -hmm. for the better. Yes, yes. And that's my goal. And it's a gift. And it's a beautiful gift to have as well and to give as well. Well, I studied enough. <laughs> <laughs> Be able to accumulate knowledge yeah. from different certifications. Mm -hmm. And um, I come from intelligent parents. Yes. Very um, eager to make a difference in the world. My mm -hmm. father was a forensic accountant who helped put uh, the mafia in jail. Wow. Okay. <laughs> in New York. Uh -huh. <laughs> and my mother was a forever bright. Uh, and it passed on to me. And I married a very bright man. And I have um, six grandchildren. I have three sons, three incredible sons. I do have to brag. And <laughs> they're all in their 60s now. Mm -hmm. And I have six grandchildren and presently two great grandchildren with twins on the way. Wow. Well, God bless. That's a beautiful family. Speaking of the certifications, one of yours was very intriguing for me because I'm a huge Tony Robbins fan and an avid learner. And I know you're one of the first people to be NLP, neurolinguistic um, programming um, right. certified with Tony Robbins. Can you tell us a bit more about that, please? Well, it was two weeks in Palm Springs where he asked almost the impossible for us to do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's Tony Robbins for you. <laughs> right. We, I walked on 40 feet of hot coals. Yeah. I walked off of the 50-foot telephone pole. Of course, I had a harness on. Of course. <laughs> and I stood up there on the top of it with like, not really, I, I have to jump off this. Oh, my uh -huh. God. <laughs> I got hungry, and I said, well, I can't stay here forever. Yeah. So one, two, three, here I go. Mm-hmm. And of course, I'm, I'm here to tell. We hitchhiked. We did all sorts of, of challenges. And the whole idea was to take fear into power. Yes. And I was prompted to do that because my husband was determined to fly a small plane. Mm, okay. Not a happy thing for me, okay. particularly when one of my neighbors passed away flying a small mm -hmm. but it was so important to him that I took lessons um I've often been asked if I could land the plane yeah. and my answer was of course but I don't think it'd ever fly again <laughs> hard landing that was <laughs> oh yeah but, and then somebody in Houston, I think it was, a student and an instructor lost their lives in the wow. same situation that had threatened me. Wow. But I got past, through Tony, I got past the fear and into the power. And from that point on, I was just enamored with any thing that I could further my education with. That's amazing. From, from the perspective of where you stand today, what advice would you go back and impart on your 19-year-old self? Well, 
uh, to forgive myself, to yeah. give gratitude for what I had and what I still have, mm -hmm. to forgive others, mm. to go into um, intention, to continually uh, give gratitude for, for my life mm -hmm. and um, the ability to pursue moving forward and the ability to pass on my experiences and my knowledge mm -hmm. to other people. Yes, I would have liked to have gotten a doctorate, but I didn't. Yeah. Okay. So I did the best I could under mm -hmm. the circumstances and raising three boys and yes. working as an interior designer for over 58 years and wow. going to school at night took me mm -hmm. 25 years to get my college degree. Wow. Um, I did the best I could. You're and the embodiment of perseverance. I'm stubborn. <laughs> perseverance that's the positive way of <laughs> I like that better I do yes I do persevere because I have just about every Idis Otis and Ea in the book so physically I am continually challenged mm -hmm. and I accept that challenge with the gratitude that I still have the ability to use my brain because yeah. the brain is the computer of the body. That's true. That's true. And negativity is a poison to the body. Yes. Good and I, I grew up in a black and white, good girl, bad girl, judgmental society. Mm -hmm. uh, I was born just a couple of months before the depression of 1929. Mm -hmm. My father had lost his job and we moved in with my grandparents. Mm. And there was 10 years of depression. Yes. But we worked our way out of it. Yeah. And although it wasn't that different, it was different. Of course. People worked, mm -hmm. even if they had to buy rags and sell them. Yes. Even if they had to walk the streets with a push cart, mm -hmm. tell something. Yes. So there was a difference. Yes. And, and I believe that has also imprinted that um, spirit of perseverance onto you. Yes. Well, and I had polio when I was six. Wow. Okay. And I have a visual memory. Mm -hmm. So I rely on it to mm -hmm. further my education to, to um, be in constant gratitude. Hmm. That's important to me. And um, I remind people that they would benefit by relying on their brain. Yes. Give the proper messages to their body. That's true. That's true. I usually ask the question from the other end of the spectrum. I actually ask, so what would you like your 90 year old self to thank you for today? So what would you like your 93 year old self to thank you for today? What are you thanking you for today? Well, I, 
was sort of talked into doing podcasts. Mm-hmm. And at first they were intimidating to me. Yes. And I do have, unfortunately, a tremor. Oh, okay. I do have certain limitations. Mm-hmm. So therefore I have Sam, I had Christy, I have home health coming to support me mm-hmm. in some of my activities. I've always been athletic. Mm-hmm. In fact, now we, I can only rely on ping pong. Wow. And my son and I hit a record. Uh-huh. Volleying back and forth to each other. How long? Well, can you guess? It's pretty long. I want to say a few hours, but I'm guessing if it's a record, then it's more than a few hours. Well, we counted the times. Okay. Back and forth. Uh huh. What, a thousand, ten thousand? Twelve thousand sixty. Wow. Wow. That is definitely an achievement. Isn't that impressive? <laughs> of course, it takes a partner that knows how to send the ball back to you. Exactly. Exactly. You're not playing a game. Whereas yes. when I play a game, I try to run my partner to. I, I'm sorry. I'm so Don't sorry about it. I thought I'm just shutting it. Oh, shut. <laughs> Sorry. Don't worry about it. This modern technology has me running in every direction. <laughs> that's true. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's a beautiful thing. As, as you said, it, it takes a partner. And I think looking at life from, from where you stand today, the partners that came into your life to allow you to have those records from that perspective. Yes. I am blessed with, um, as I say, my husband and I were married 66 and a half years. God bless. Before he passed on. And um, he had his own special times Mm -hmm. way. And I had my own special times. But we were definitely a together family. Mm -hmm. And uh, I entertained so many people in my home, our home. Um, We had parties, we had funerals, we had um, anniversaries, and even my in-laws 50th anniversary. This Mm -hmm. is a house of love. That's beautiful. And the people that come into it somehow feel that energy. That's true. That's true. And that to me is such a blessing because even though I'm alone a lot, I'm really not alone. Yes. And I live with memories and I'm in the process of writing my memoirs. That's beautiful. Can't wait to read that one. (laughs) Well, it's going to take a long time because I go back to when I was three. Wow. Okay. See, my memory is visual. Mm -hmm. And as I say, um, it's, you know, it's okay to say, ouch. It really is. Things do happen. 
that are not pleasant for us. That's true. And it's okay to say, ouch. Mm -hmm. And then you say, what am I going to do about it? Mm -hmm. Now, there are certain people that I am not in a position to move them out of their negativity. Yeah. Because they are victims. Yes. They refuse to accept responsibility. Mm -hmm. It's always somebody else's fault. That's true. So the initial thing is you have to want to. That's true. That's you true. have to be open. You have to realize that taking the negativity and moving it into positivity is a different life. Yes. Requires focus, mm -hmm. intention. Mm -hmm. Yes. And if you have that, I'm so happy to give you my learnings. Yes. Yes. Speaking of learnings, standing on a stage talking to tens of thousands of women with the topic being empowered to grow, what would be that last message that you leave them with? Oh, that I have to tell you that when I went to do my TED talk, uh -huh. I was supposed to go, this was in Beverly Hills and there were 28 women speaking and I was supposed to introduce somebody. So I was there the night before for the rehearsal. And then as we're in the lobby of the, of the theater, mm -hmm. uh, come, the committee comes over to me and they said, you're on tomorrow. And I said, what? Wow, okay. <laughs> I know I'm introducing somebody. Uh -huh. And he said, I know, we went over your speech and we want you tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I said, but I didn't rehearse. And mm. so they said- but When was this, I mean? When was it? About five years ago. Okay. I, could, I should be more accurate, but you know, as I- It's okay. I forget, it's okay. I forget myself, forget- In the near, in the near past. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So I, um, I know it was, yeah, my husband passed away uh, seven and a half years ago. Okay. Okay. So anyway, I said, well, all right, if you keep insisting, I'll do it if I can have prompters. And they laugh. Everybody uses prompters. <laughs> so I get to the queue mm -hmm. and they put earplugs in me. Yes. I take two steps and they fall out. Wow. Okay. So they hand me a mic. Hmm. Now you can't see, but I'm accustomed to talking with my hands. Yes. My oldest son is a speech coach. Mm -hmm. And um, in fact, he was just recounting his time with Princess Diana. Wow. He okay. was one of seven or eight Americans at her funeral. Mm -hmm. And so this is an anniversary. Of her anniversary was just a, the anniversary of her death was was a yeah. few days. This was brought back. Yes. Uh, but uh, I uh, I go back. To, they gave you the mic to and, get on stage and 
now you have to use a mic and your hands. So I'm there and the mic is over on one side and I'm speaking to the front. Mm -hmm. Until I hear them say, mic up, mic up. Mm. So I got some negative comments that somebody should have taught this woman how to speak. <laughs> but the rest of them were extremely complimentary and I was able to help some people during the intermission. Wow, that's amazing. So your message would be to take the opportunity and get up and, and deliver your message. Well, my message to everybody is don't live with the shoulda, coulda, wouldas. Mm, yep. Zero down to one, to two, to three, but do it. Mm. Do it before it's too late. That's true. Oh, I wish I could have asked my cousin this question. Mm -hmm. I asked my mother, which my grand, one set of my grandparents came from Minsk and Pinsk. I asked my mother mm. because my father was no longer alive. Yes. And which one came from where? And my witty mother says to me, does it matter? <laughs> She said, it's about the same territory. <laughs> yep, yep. And now that territory is in a lot of trouble. Yes, that's true. That's true. Well, so, please go ahead. No, I, I'm waiting for the next prompt. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the next prompt is actually one to thank you and to say that's the first part, but I know we have a second part, which I, I dubbed the uncharted discussion. So I can't wait to delve deeper into that with you. And um, I'm gonna make sure we also always put in the show notes, the connections and all your links to anyone who wants to reach out to you and, and explore more everything you put out. And I can't wait for the book. Well, I do give homework. To yes, please. That would be amazing. I think people need homework to work on themselves. If they're willing to do it, if they can go into, as I say, they starting with the gratitude mm -hmm. and on to changing the messages to their body from yes. their brain. Yes. Tony adopts it as transformational vocabulary. Yes. Yes. And not to be hard on themselves. Yeah, that's true. And to improve their self-esteem. Mm -hmm. Goes a long way. I know firsthand. It's a daily commitment. Yes, that's true. And I have my own experiences mm -hmm. of the initial sensitizing experiences that are subconscious or conscious. Mm. I have experiences with my hypnotherapy clients yes. that are fascinating. Mm. Uh, and moving forward, the first thing I tell anybody to do is to write. Yes. Unleash the demons in you. <laughs> Journaling such an important tool you can tear it up you can burn it 
you can throw it away, you can file it. Whatever mm. suits the individual, as long as you have bent it. Mm. Get it out on paper and out of your system. And that's a continual thing. That's why people are doing journaling. That's why people are writing books. Mm. I love that. Thank you so much for the homework. I'm sure a lot of our listeners and viewers are going to really appreciate it and take it to heart. That's only the beginning of the homework. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, let's give them chunks of it then. (laughs) I love your laugh. Thank you. Thank you, Eileen. Thank you. This has been an utmost honor. I'm super humbled and grateful to have crossed paths with you and that I've had the honor of having this conversation with you. And I know we're still continuing the conversation. We're just ending the first part of it. But as you said, um, love, gratitude, and forgiveness go a long way in ensuring that we are striving to live the best versions of ourselves as possible and to be able to give and share. And add intention. And intention. That's true. That's true. That's a... For now, these are four of this of the ingredients for the secret recipe for life that you're passing on. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you so much, Eileen. Well, I have nothing more to add. I'm hoping that you do the homework and you continue to wake up on a daily basis with the gratitude of having another opportunity at making, creating the best version of yourself and making sure to share it with others so they can benefit as well. As always... Go ahead. I have more homework. You have more homework? Okay, (laughs) let's go with it. Give me more homework, please. (laughs) Really? Yes, please. You take a piece of paper. Okay. And in the center, you put a heart. Okay. And in the center of the heart, you put, I am. Hmm. And from there, you take tangents. Okay. And you rewrite your script by saying, I am. Wow, okay. I am happily doing this. I am conscientiously uh, avoiding this. I am uh, taking notes that are so helpful to me. Mm. And before you do that though, I would encourage that you center yourself and focus yourself. Mm-hmm. by taking deep breaths into the stomach and, and long breaths out. Hmm. Because when you center yourself, you are more open to acceptance. That's true. That's true. And the I am has been magic for a lot of my clients. That's true. It is. It is. I, I am worthy. I just ended that. I had a talk a couple of days ago with a group of professional women and I ended the talk saying, I am worthy. That's a full sentence. And one of the ladies, I, I hadn't realized I said it. It was like, it wasn't intended. And one of the ladies sent me a message saying, thank you so much for the presentation, but this is my favorite part. This is what I got out of it. And I'm like, that is it. And I know I spent not spent, I worked a lot to be able to get to this point where I say I am worthy. And I know that I believe it. It's in my heart and my body believes it as well. 
you know what's even harder? Mm -hmm. I love myself. Yes. Yes, that's true. <laughs> There's the, uh, the meditation, a Ho'oponopono meditation, uh, Hawaiian meditation. And it's, it's four lines. My friend told me about it. And it's, um, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. And, and that's it. That's, that's meditation. So it's, it's on repeat. And I know going through that, open up my heart to love me. And that was a completely new experience because I hadn't thought of it from that perspective at all. And I always share it with anyone I talk to now. Um, you were not alone. <laughs> True. You know, we grew up that if you loved yourself, you were conceited. True. We grew, when I say we, my vintage. Same for me. <laughs> right or wrong, good girls or bad girls who did yep. not get have sex until you got married. Mm -hmm. um, it, it, it was a different mentality pertaining to language. Sure. Sure. And, and that dictated our, our limitations on, on how we acted and interacted exactly. in our subconscious. Yeah, we were judgmental. We were uh, black and white, as I said before. And it's... Um, it's an unbelievable uh, shift, mm -hmm. uh, but not everybody is shifting. That's true. We still have the judgment. We still have the right and wrong. Yep. And so when I coach people, that's what is important to me to see their evol evolve. Yes. It was very hard for me to love myself. Yes. Yes. That was selfish. That was self-centered. <laughs> yep. Yep. Well, then we'll end with this. We'll end this part of the discussion with this. I am love. And with that, as always, I wish you love, abundance, and prosperity. And we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Empowered to Grow podcast. For further engagement with a tribe of empowered women, join my Facebook group, Empowered to Grow, or visit my website, www.hananelbasha.com. I'll catch you on the next episode. And until then, know that empowered you empowers others. Love, abundance, and prosperity to you all.